machine learning. Today I'll be talking about uh, bias and variance. Um, so when you look at uh, uh, bias and variance, it's basically a technique for determining whether your classifier is uh, underfit or overfit. So uh, bias is used for determining underfit, uh, meaning that it, its predictions are fairly localized, but uh, off target. So it's not getting the correct uh, function um, uh, uh, where, where uh, y equals f of x. And uh, so the function itself is not being correctly uh, identified by the classifier. Overfit is high variance, meaning that the, um, the function is picking up too much noise. So it doesn't do well when uh, it hasn't generalized properly and um, as a result, when it's exposed to unseen data, it's not going to accurately make its predictions. So you have two competing factors, underfit and overfit, or bias and variance. Um, so what, one of the techniques for determining uh, variance is if the training uh, mean square error is less than the, um, the CV error error value. So what it does is uh, you could use uh, what they call k-folding and look at the errors and the average of uh, 10 folds. So take your data and uh, and take partition the data into 10 uh, folds and then measure the error on that data. Um, and then you can just use a, um, a CV function that will allow you to get that that uh, mean square error that's uh, the average over 10 uh, 10 folds and uh, then compare that against your um, mean square error on your training set and if that's less than uh, the CV error then you have overfit and meaning that it's uh, too, uh, it's pu pulling in too much data. So one way to fix that on the tree is to um, decrease the complexity, uh, decrease the uh, depth of your tree, and uh, uh, decrease also the number of leaves, minimum leaves on the uh, leaf node. And uh, um, one way also to, to improve uh, bias, which is underfit, is to increase the depth of your tree, um, add more variance, and increase the, I'm sorry, um, add more leaves on the leaf node, and increase the complexity model. So, um, 
so there's an interplay between variance and bias uh, and the complexity of the model and your general error. So the general error or the induction rate is a constant value. And uh, so then you'll just work on uh, trying to get your variance and bias to, to uh, fall within uh, parameters that are acceptable. So when I uh, played around with this today, I, I uh, realized that uh, uh, doing those regularizations with the network at start is very important for determining whether your, your data model is uh, increasing in complexity and uh, you know try to balance your tree nodes out um, parameters to get just the right one where the fitting is is uh, going to be generalized enough so that unseen data will be predicted correctly and uh, it's not overreacting to uh, the noise that's in the network and when they talk about noise uh, it's interesting because it's not really false data. Uh, it's it's data that might have uh, some, for some reason, deviates quite a bit from the linear regression or the lin linear regressor algorithm, which is using the uh, uh, errors, standard deviation errors, to figure out a... a a line through the data that uh, uh, most accurately would fit the data points. So um, sometimes what that involves is reducing the number of features or getting better features uh, that have better correlation in the data so that the signal could be found. Um, so what I did is I used uh, miles per gallon for different models of cars for 2020, and uh, I pulled in uh, weight, number of cylinders, displacement, which would be in liters, and uh, um, horsepower, and uh, gears, to number of gears. So I brought in four different variables into the classifier and uh, was able to get um, a, uh, a linear regressor that uh, moved fairly close to the linear regression line, which is a, just a slope of a line through the data points. And uh, then I used a scatter um, plot to look at how the data was being uh, distributed. And then I took uh, and built a series, four subplot graphs, and I uh, graphed it, each one uh, with the different uh, types. So with the, uh, and I was trying to get miles per gallon, so see if there was a correlation there. Um, so I used weight with the uh, miles per gallon in the scatter graph, um, displacement with miles per gallon, uh, horsepower with miles per gallon and uh, number of gears with uh, uh, miles per gallon. <clears throat> and the two that uh, seem to correlate the best 
even though when I when I put it into the deep neural net, deep learning net, um, I was able to have it uh, do the predictions, and it was getting low accuracy. But I got uh, after about a thousand epics, uh, I got low loss, and then <clears throat> so the interpretation on that was kind of strange. Is that I could see that it was um, somewhat making predictions on the miles per gallon that seemed reasonable. They were they weren't accurate to uh, within a few percentages, but they were reasonable, and uh, <clears throat> that made me wonder if. Uh, that the deep learning net uh, was converging on uh, different correlations within the data, and those correlations, even though they weren't weren't accurate in terms of uh, training and training result sets, <coughs> they were still uh, accurate in the sense that <coughs> um, the network was correlating the four variables together in its prediction and uh pull it and they were <coughs> they were interplaying between the different variables uh, but uh um so that uh, when I, I look at these classifiers i'm uh again looking going to run it through uh bias and variance to see uh, uh if it's overfitting the network and uh or underfitting and then possibly trying to get uh, more data um, and changing the topography of the network to more accurately classify and find the signal or F, F hat in the data.